I'ma test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'ma keep it real with you. Got a little inside scoop. You ready for it? Uh oh. It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. Enunciating the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, starring Chelsea. Hey, motherfucker. We're back. <laughs> That's how you started off. That's how I started off. (laughs) What's up, motherfuckers? We're back. It's another week of being single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lamore. Last week, I had friends in low places. This week, I have friends in high places. (laughs) I've had governors. Um, I had the mayor of the gays here. Uh, I had Kelly Lemon, the mayorette of Richmond. Mm -hmm. Whew. But today, I have Richmond royalty in the building, okay? Stop it. And a good friend as well. We'll get to him in a second. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, but welcome to Single in the City, guys. It's a podcast on the real in relationships and surviving single. So every week when you come on the show, uh, you give your ass fuck. So you're either single as fuck, it's complicated as fuck, or you're married as fuck. So we have a good friend to the show, Steve. Hey. How are you? I'm great. What's your ass fuck, my nigga? Shit. I don't know as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What? I have no fuck. I'm confused as fuck. Why are you confused as fuck? (laughs) Let me help you. I Man... That's a good ass question, and I hope we can answer it throughout this process because I'm confused as fuck. But I'm asking, what's confusing? Is there someone in the picture? No, you just no, don't know no, where no, you stand. No, no. I just, I'm getting me together. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on everything I need to work on. Niggas really want to dress up single as fuck. You ain't got yeah. nobody. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, single, yeah, yeah, nigga. Single they want to dress yeah. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, no, that's, that's good. Yeah, I'm single as fuck. Like, as fuck. And happy. Happy about it. Mm hmm. Okay. I'm good. Okay, that's great. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ Lonnie B in the building, man. Yes. Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. You know, let's just... Whatever. Stop it. Uh, yo, Stop this it nigga is, is... Yo, he's the hood superhero, man. Uh, he's like the official DJ of Virginia. Oh, yeah. He got like he's Yeah, like he's... We went to the store. He's buying kids chips. Can I buy the chips? Like, <laughs> damn. Chips. She her, mom, the yeah, chips, her mom man. was like, she couldn't get them. So I didn't know if it was, you know, yeah. a money thing. Just to get the chips. You know, I didn't know if she was on punishment. Well, I don't know if I'm going to pay my rent this month. I got you. Hey, it's lit. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got you. <laughs> I'm just saying, while we're feeling generous, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Well, we have DJ Lonnie B. Thank yes. you for coming. No, it's just, it's um, my my honor. You know, my, my pleasure to be here. And you know, to get back to your show, I'm definitely married as fuck. Yes. How yeah. long have you been married? Thirteen years. Thirteen beautiful. years. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. That's a long ass time. Yeah, and been together almost twenty one. God man. Yeah. What do you do all that time? Like I just can't even wrap my mind around being with one person that long. Mm-hmm. Not to say I don't want it, uh-huh. but I just feel like you do the same shit over and over again. So what do you do like for twenty years of keeping it fresh? Um, you know, it, anybody that's married knows that marriage isn't easy. You know, okay. so it, it it definitely takes work, but you know, you, you you do 
all of the things that you do to, you know, keep things spiced up, you know? What get, you do? Get, huh? What you do? I was about to say, man, that's like Come my up. pops over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to... well, nigga, you can lead the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to your daddy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, you know, to be honest, number one, um, you know, I think it's, it's real easy when you're in a relationship and it's just two people. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But a lot of times when kids come in the uh, equation, it, it makes it a little harder. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Because you get caught up in doing your everyday job stuff. You get caught up in being daddy. You get caught uh-huh. up in being mommy. Then before you know it, you know, y'all just happy to, you know, lay it down. Right. You know so. I mean, you've been laying it down. You got a young prince over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You been finding some time, DJ yeah. Lonnie B. <laughs> The craziest thing about, um, you know, my son, um, of course, I always wanted a boy. You know, uh-huh. I was blessed with three beautiful daughters. And, um, you know, whenever I saw my friends, like Danger has all boys. And a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, my friends have all boys. And I used to always see little boys. And I would think to myself, I got to give me one of them. <laughs> like, I could just go buy one. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, after dealing with the whole testicular cancer thing and going through the surgery and all the other stuff, you know, I was just gracious and, and, and blessed to still be here. Definitely thinking that I had already clocked out, but you know, you know, Trey came in like a buzzer beater and Oh yeah. man. man. You know, it's funny because like I know Steve, so I was telling Steve, I was like, Okay, Lonnie's coming on the show. <laughs> I don't know what to And and I'm gonna be real. <laughs> yeah. When she said Lonnie was coming on the show, I was like, Hey man, that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> You he made be, me even more nervous. You can't, you can't be going off the wall with some of the questions. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, but then she said, you you know. I'm not afraid of that. Uh, well, yeah, this was so. the, these were the exact words. Yeah. He was like, all right, so what we going to talk about? What we going to do? And I was like, um, you know, we're going to talk about you being a dad. We're going to talk about some music. Yeah. And he was like, I mean, if your show is like triple X, you know what I'm saying? Don't make me the daddy uh, daddy daycare. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm saying if people tune in for an uncut show, like I ain't want to come on and it's like the... You know, after school special <laughs> Let's keep it consistent. Okay. Oh, man. So, we're going to play a little game. And later on, we're going to get to... Usually, we start the show off with the single song of the week. Uh-huh. But, you know, we do have a musical genius. And Steve <laughs> says that he is as well. Definitely. I'm not a genius, but I know a lot about music. You know a lot mm-hmm. about music. So, we're yeah. going to play a game. Okay. It's going to be called The Soundtrack to My Life. Okay. Okay? okay. So, I'm going to give you a scenario. All right. And I want you to tell me the first song that comes to your mind when I give you the scenario. Okay. Okay? Okay. So the first one is going to be, describe the feeling when you see a girl that's sexy. It may have been your wife. When you first saw her, what is the song that comes to your mind? Mm. Miguel, how many drinks? <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, uh, sir, something new. Huh? Yeah. Sir, what is that? Young dude uh, signed to TDE from Inglewood. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's, he's a beast. You a fish and I don't. He's dope as fuck. How'd it go? I'm not about to sing that <laughs> shit. Oh, it's like, is it a slow song? <laughs> it's a slower. You know, all the R&B cats now got that, that rhythmic, almost sped up. But it's, it's dope. Okay. Something new by Sir. Check it out. So, I want you to give me the track for the first kiss. Your first kiss. Mm. Mm. Good kisser. Usher? I'm just thinking. I'm just yeah, I mean, you, 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 you're making me. Mind. Yeah, come to mind. If you, get, if you give me time, if you give me homework, it'll right. be a whole other song. But, you know, I'll or have my Or maybe it'd be emotion. 
part of it. I mean, but yeah, or niggas don't be thinking like that. It, it depends on who it is. Depend on. I was about to say something. Yeah, it depends on who it is. <laughs> no, it, it's it depends on the person that you're 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 kissing. Like if this is someone I'm. I'm actively seeking and I want to be with and this right. is our first so oppor- this is our first okay. D'Angelo D'Angelo really love oh man that's dope oh I love that oh. song D'Angelo really that's love dope. yeah that's that's a great song. That's uh, a great song. Oh, that you, you about to add that to your library? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm about to look for oh, a song. Watch out for your talking, hard drive. This talking, nigga might get your hard drive. Keep talking. Day, I'm trying yeah. to find a fucking song. <laughs> yeah, that's a good... What is a song that would kind of just... I don't even remember my first kiss. Damn. That's sad. I remember mine. Tell me about it. All right. It was second grade at Robert E. Lee second Elementary grade. School. I swear to God. See, these niggas start school. early. <laughs> <laughs> elementary school, Robert E. Lee, and... I was dating this girl named Mercedes. We you were, won't date nobody. I know, we, were, we, were, we was boyfriend, girlfriend. Okay. And I gave her uh, TLC, ooh, on the TLC tip, cassette tape. Ooh. Wow. And she gave me a kiss after I gave it to her. In her mouth? In your mouth? Yeah, it was a peck. We were like tonguing and shit. It was second grade. But she I don't even remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that Exactly. Um, that's how uneventful these niggas are to me. Like, I, just, <laughs> I don't remember. Like, even you know, they just I feel like. Or maybe it just this, wasn't memorable. Yeah, and I think that people put in like society puts this emphasis on like, oh, your first kiss is so important. The first time you have sex, I don't remember that nigga for real either. Damn, damn. <laughs> oh, damn, listen to Jesus. Like, God, um, damn. uh, mm, nope. Okay. So he was forgettable as well. <laughs> Some things never change. These niggas my, still forgettable. My God. Okay, so mm. I want you to think of what song or what evokes the emotion from the first time you masturbated. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> what? I don't know that this what, other what song. What feeling is it? I know a good one. What? The first time I masturbated, it would be D'Angelo. How does it feel? Yeah, but. I feel like a woman's experience is different from a dude's. Like yeah, I don't think we're thinking about yeah. music. <laughs> we not setting no the mood. Right. Or nothing for that. Not no soundtrack for that. Nah, no, no, not even. We Come ain't on. setting no mood for that. For that? We're not even setting the mood. It's just like a song. This is nah, like to like, describe no, that feeling. No you remember what your first <laughs> masturbation felt like? <laughs> we land pedals on the bed and shit. <laughs> no, but now as an adult, when you think about how you felt the first time you masturbated, there isn't a song. There's no song no that comes song my head. No, like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> really? No. Man, no, no song. It's nothing. Nah. Nothing soundtrack worthy about that. <laughs> that is, is that a good or bad thing? No. I don't it's a regular know. thing. It's I just, can... it's, yeah, there's yeah. no, nah. You you text me when you get a guy up here to tell you <laughs> the name of the song that yeah, come to his mind. You know what? Now I'm gonna ask every man that comes on the show that question. What's your yeah. masturbation soundtrack? Oh my god! Yeah, there's no such thing. There's no, no such thing. Not okay. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. A song to describe the first time you got some pussy. <laughs> What's, I don't. It ain't no name for the shit. What's the whatever was playing? Uh, Eddie Murphy was meeting his wife and coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> whatever like that drum? shit was, yeah. To that dance medley, whatever that shit was when he was coming down, that's what it was. Um, it doesn't have to be from that time frame, just a song that's yeah. private. Usher um seduction. Oh man. Usher Seduction. Yeah. That was on Confessions, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. That's okay. just real. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Mm. <laughs> that's real. 
He fucked a lady. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she's a lady. She's a fucking lady. God damn. Oh my god. Oh. No, I do think the first time that I had sex, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's Minuteman by Miss. Oh. But it's no shade. We That's were young. It seems like everything with you is shade. Like, yeah. you don't remember nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Minute, man. That's I mean, because this shade. person I'm thinking about, I know he wasn't my first time, but he's just the first one I choose to remember. Okay. Okay. It was like, Minute, man. I mean, but I was like 16. So it's like, niggas ain't really fucking at 16. I, I was did. I was about I was about fifteen or sixteen. I was sixteen, but you weren't really fucking. No, but that was my first. I didn't time. know what I was doing. Yeah, no. you did. I didn't. No. I did. She yeah. had to take. She had to take my hips and move. Ooh, that's it's funny that you said that because I said the next man I get, I was gonna teach him how to eat pussy like a lesbian. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. You learn something new every day. I mean, yeah, I had a lesbian encounter over the summer. What's the difference? Huh. It's just like... Damn, you need the camera so they can see right. the face. <laughs> what, you said, yeah, yo. she what was, was the soundtrack to that thought? <laughs> yo, let me... Yo, the soundtrack to my first lesbian sex uh, is going to definitely be... Uh, there, you know what? There are no words. Wow. There are no now words. Now you know the feeling. There are now no you know words. The feeling. It, because it's like a very... And I don't think that men really like... So are you saying a lesbian is better than a man? Lesbian and, head, in general, yes. I'm just in general. Now, I'm not going to lie. After I had sex with a lesbian, it made me question my sexuality for real because I didn't like dick after that for a while. No. I was like, ooh. Like, even, like, tried and true penis that I'd had that I was like, yeah, I knew. <laughs> I know this nigga puts it down. Yeah. After I had sex with him, after the lesbian experience, I was like, get off me. Like, yeah. I don't want this. I don't want Is it you. because with a woman, she's more, like, passionate? Is it more... It's, it's like the, the soft touch of a woman type groove. No, or was she it, was won't it give a soft touch. Was it a dime or a film? I know a little something. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I know a little well, if you ask my friends, they'll tell you she's handsome. But <laughs> so then, yeah. But personally, but I always say like to me, she didn't look masculine. Yeah. But to other people, she kind of did. But either way, like when a woman takes her clothes off, whether she's like masculine or not, she's still a woman. Uh-huh. And so her body was very shapely. Her body was actually beautiful. Uh-huh. It was like sculpted and touched by God. Like mm-hmm. God just like <laughs> did some magic. Uh-huh. But I think that the difference between sex with a woman and sex with a man. It's like, I think men just kind of think it's like a one-two combo. Like, let me rub on her titties. Let me, yeah, this going to get the motor going. And it's just like, like, no, this isn't like, men just don't get it. So I'm, I really want to teach a class. I guess, so you, you've you been with a lot of men who you don't remember. <laughs> First off, that's, that's on behalf of the good men. You speak on behalf of a bunch oh, of men man. that you don't remember. And because of that, you feel like you're a master of what all men do all about? No, I'm just going to say my experience. I've only had one woman. Mm-hmm. Now I have had a man that like did a good job. The overwhelming consensus is no. They don't. 
They don't, and it's, it's that's when I talk to my girlfriends as well. I mean, and one thing that when they say like, "Oh, you got turned out," it really isn't like, "Oh, I've been turned out." It's like the thing that turns you out with having sex with a woman is that you actually orgasm every time with a man. I mean, you I just mean, like because she got time, the same orally, thing you is got. It, is it orally or right. does she strap up and everything too? I mean, I know uh, a little something. You do, I see. <laughs> you know, see, you brushed up on your porn up before you came. Okay, um, I didn't really, we didn't really do the strap on thing. The bumping of the joints, but uh, yeah, I think the that's rubbing, the image yeah. that all oh, men. But you know, I didn't think at first. I thought that was gonna be dumb. I'm like, there's no way that you could really like, but you can like. Come off that, and it's great. Obviously, but the sensuality <laughs> and like just being close, like you have to be really close with the person. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's more just like an aspect of taking your time. Yeah. And I think if men took their time, not all men rush though. Like not you make all it men rush, like but it's... even the niggas that don't rush, like you have to apply the correct pressure. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. You got to teach these things. Mm-hmm. You okay. got it's so like it's about pressure. It's about like it's a few things that go into um pleasurable sex for a woman. Yeah. And okay. my experience with men is even if it's your man, it's more likely about them and then every now and then they make it about you. Not all, not all cases. Like I'm, you know, unfortunately, I, I almost feel sorry for you that <laughs> the majority of the men have you thinking that way. But there are some men out here, number one, that do take their time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. okay. There's also some men who their pleasure is driven off of the pleasure mm-hmm. of their partner. That's yeah. So, so with That's that, true. when you when you have that type of mentality, it's not like you going there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's about you. Like if I get off from you getting off. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting off, it does nothing for me. Oh, let me. Oh, you know what, Lonnie? Let me just make this clear. I fuck with ain't shit ass niggas. You didn't oh, know that okay. about me. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot to put that in there. I fuck with ain't shit ass niggas. What is that? Purposely? No. Ancient mean like old dude? <laughs> huh? What's What's oh, ain't shit. Ain't shit. Oh, ain't ass shit. Niggas. Oh, my yeah. bad. said ancient. <laughs> like, that too. <laughs> I've done that too. Okay. <laughs> ain't shit ass niggas. Okay. So I mean, even I've had a few experience like where you say where the guy's pleasure is built off of your pleasure, yeah. but like I said, I thought I was having good sex up until I had a woman, mm-hmm. and that just changed my. I mean, whole but she got what you got. And right, she's had and so she's had an unfair of, advantage. Yeah, it's a very But that's why I want to teach a master class. I want to give y'all the key. Some of us watch enough no, videos. <laughs> but porn, but what I learned is lesbian porn is nothing like real lesbian sex. I mean, because it's a production. So lesbian sex not is not like... Uh-huh. Well, yeah, like, right. I like they to watch. Yeah, they do. The I like to like those. Not them professional. Yeah, they do have a webcam. You know what I'm saying? That is my that's my proper search. I'm like yeah. ebony lesbian webcam. Hello. Thank me later. Ebony lesbian webcam. Website. Which, oh, which website you go to? Oh, I go to Pornhub. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I kind of uh-huh. stick to Pornhub because everything else. Like, I don't even go on my laptop anymore because I got too many viruses from that oh, shit. Oh shit. <laughs> You must have a PC. <laughs> right. I got a Mac. Oh, damn. How you yeah. get a virus on a Mac? She putting in work. You get virus on a Mac. My God. God. Yeah, damn. man. Yo, I had to take my shit. To, and I was embarrassed. So I didn't want to take it to Best Buy. Uh-huh. So I took it to uh, the IT guy at work. Oh, God. <laughs> That's better? 
Because I know he be watching porn. Oh, right. And the first thing I said, I was like, I need you to fix my computer. He was like, been lo- he's like, you've been watching porn, huh? <laughs> I said, yeah, man, just fix that shit. I'll have it back in an hour. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, the Pornhub fucked it up. So oh, I only do it on my God. iPad and on my phone. Pornhub, um, X videos. Oh, yeah, X I do videos. X videos. Mm-hmm. X hamster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have what do you porn. like to search? Huh? What's your search? <laughs> What's Lonnie V's search? When I do. Not that I do it all the time. <laughs> I, I dibble and I dabble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, probably the um the lesbian joint. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know that I do much lesbian. Well, not that y'all know. I was looking like I was looking. Yeah, I wouldn't. And I think I think a lot of women, you know what I'm saying, fantasize about that. But a lot of them yeah, a lot of I don't think they all come out and talk about that. And that was a major part of like once I kind of shook the spirit of a broke-ass nigga off me. You know what I'm saying? My ex. That was kind of like part of my journey of really learning myself and just like not... I'd always kind of like wonder, but it wasn't... The curiosity was, wasn't was strong enough where I was like, you know, like, I'm going to do it. And plus, mm-hmm. I really cared about what people thought at the time. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, you know what? I'm living my life. So, you, da- so you dated this woman. Like, yeah. this was a real, like, courtship. That was my boo. Why did y'all break up? She moved. <laughs> Mm. Did you cry? Yes! <laughs> I cried. And if she was here now, you'd still be with her. Uh, Did she have a taper? Did she have a fade? Yeah. If she came she back, could she good. get it again? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Even if you were dealing with a dude? I'm about to say, yeah. Yeah. Would you tell a dude? But see, that's where I am now. Oh. No, no, no. I would tell the dude. But, but she's apparently, well, she's like, I call her an Olympic lesbian. Like, she's like, literally a lesbian like she's like serious about that shit mm-hmm. she's in no capacity is she interested in like so if she do? popped up pregnant you'd be like what the fuck if she, she would never pop up pregnant okay so if she hadn't moved it would have been weird but I might have had a girlfriend to have to explain <laughs> and you would have been ashamed you would have been ashamed at first you this is what's funny I actually told my grandmother about her mm-hmm. um, I took her to my grandfather's 80th birthday party did he know that she was your boo, though? Or was she uh, just your friend that you bought to? She showed up looking. We were definitely, like, we were kissing. We were holding hands. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Man. But also, on that side of my family, it's gay day. When we have a family reunion, it's gay day over there. <laughs> okay. So nobody even said anything. Like, it was... It was just normal. It was normal. Yeah. But it was so normal that it never even got back to my mom. Mm-hmm. My thing is, it's not even like, I don't believe that there's nothing wrong with anybody exploring what they're mm-hmm. into. I, mm-hmm. My question was, did, did you feel ashamed or were you concerned with what you thought that people would think about you because mm-hmm. of that? I feel like, I feel like I'm taking mm-hmm. over your show. No, 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 I like that. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. I like that. I like when they take control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, nigga, ask me the question. Um, did I feel like people, did I, at that point, no, I didn't care because I, now who I am as a woman, I'm comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. Like every week on this show, I talk about like my sexual partners or whatever's going on in my life. So I'm very comfortable with who I am as a woman. And so as all people should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my thing is like, uh, yeah, I fucked with a woman. I'm sure people have done worse things. I'm not a bad person. Mm-hmm. So I'm just brave enough to not give a fuck what people think. So like I had her like I'm not really big on putting like my boo on social media anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when we were out, I would have her on my Snapchat or whatever. We would do stuff. Like, we've been out in Rich. She didn't live in Richmond, but she would come to Richmond. I would be out. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we came to one of your events. Or? Yes, child. I we'll was go back out. and get a picture. I was right. out at the event. Nobody. What was it? 
uh, you did at um, the brewery over the summer. Kelly's event. What was it? Um, you know what I'm Ooh. talking about. The, the Brewfest. Hard, not Hardywood. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah Hardywood. Yeah, yeah Brewfest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brewfest. We, we mm-hmm. went there together. Really? We went there, yeah. We went there together. Uh, we've been a few places together. So okay. it was, I mean, we've been to King's Man. It wasn't like I was hiding. Do I feel like I need to scream it on a mountaintop? No. <laughs> I mean, but even if I was talking with a man, I wouldn't do that. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, either way, I think when you get too many people involved in your relationship, that's when you have problems. Yes. It's just the worst. So that's, exactly. it's kinda, that's probably a good thing that you didn't do that. Exactly. Man or woman. Yep, exactly. I agree. Exactly. I agree. So, I mean, to answer your question, I was comfortable even now... The first time I mentioned her on the show, I was apprehensive. And when I was like putting the show together and I was editing it, I was like, okay, I could edit this out and it would never, people would never know it was in there. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Because Fuck it, my whole thing about this show is like speaking a true and authentic truth about myself mm-hmm. that people can relate to. And so there are a lot of women like me. And some women may and not have had the You might inspire somebody. They yeah. might listen to you and Girl, like, get that pussy lick. <laughs> oh my God. Get that pussy lick, bitch. Shit. It'll change. Your life, man. Because well, one, it empowered me as a woman. I think a lot of times as women, especially like when did you do have... her back? <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this question. Uh huh. Did you get a rush from right watching right. her? The first time, no. Huh? The first time, I was like, oh shit, how the <laughs> fuck did I end up here? Like it's going bitch, down. Bitch, you thought you was about this life. You're not. Yeah. But how the fuck do <laughs> yeah. I get out yeah. of this? I don't know what to do. Mm. And. You know, the first time I wasn't like so. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Because you've been very critical of the gentleman that you've been with. Yes. Where do you rate your skills with regards to giving oral sex? Good question. Because you talk a lot of shit about not giving. She went on somebody's podcast. Right. What would she say? Right. I think that I am good ahead. I think I, especially if I really like the person. Because like you said, I get pleasure out of seeing that person, please. I think that the only thing I'm not down with, which would probably bring my head score down, you ain't finna come in my mouth. That ain't finna happen. But other than that, I just don't like it. I don't like it. And I get it because it's almost like I get when... Even as a woman, when you're being pleasured, and then he switches the the tongue game up, it's like, no, nigga, just stay there. So I get when you're sucking a man's penis, and he's like, really, you want to you want to use your fucking hand when I'm about to come? But I just don't like it. Hmm. I don't like hmm. it. But I would if I had to give myself a grade, I would say you can't give yourself right. a grade. The fuck? <laughs> you Based off of reviews. Yeah. But we don't know those reviews. And most times, ain't nobody gonna say nothing that's gonna hurt your feeling. Uh-huh. They'll tell their people. They'll tell the outsider. There's there's the guy that you're sitting there talking about that don't know how crazy <laughs> shit is. Right. That's if walking around like he can't wait that shit. pussy. <laughs> but you walking around Richard thinking his shit is, is like, like that. No, but, see, but that's one thing I would definitely say about being involved with a woman. I felt empowered from then on with, and I think it, it's healthy, but women are taught to kind of just, you know, you just take it, you receive, and you're, we're taught that you're not going to come every time, and it, you don't want to hurt the man's feeling or emasculate the man by telling him, like, I don't like that, you should do it like this. After her, I how felt about, empowered. So you say you don't want to what by telling him that? Hurt his feelings. How How and why? I mean, it's if you, a touchy if you, oh, subject. My thing is, if you're a man, mm-hmm. and your desire is to please, mm-hmm your partner or your or your woman, 
You might want it. Like, if you I'm doing something wrong, tell me. I, yeah. I want to know exactly what it is. Well, we assume that you're hurting the person. That We assume, even though it may be constructive criticism, that you're hurting. Man, you we may adult, hurt the person. We're adults here. But that's what I'm telling you as from a woman's but perspective. No, but let me tell you from real men's perspective. Okay. Every person is different. And so until we get married and be with someone for 20 plus years like uh, Lonnie, I don't know you. Like I have to understand how your body works, how how you are, mm-hmm. how you're pleased mm-hmm. in that situation. So if you ain't telling me, I'm around here being a fuck nigga because you ain't telling me. Or if you're not watching, like I, yeah, I look at like yeah. sex, sex is almost like DJing. Let me compare it. Ooh, to man. Let me soundtrack. Let me write. Let me chase it. Here's the soundtrack. <laughs> the, the key is this: you can't go to a party and just play exactly. whatever you want to play mm. or whatever you feel like mm. is gonna make people dance. You gotta watch the response mm-hmm. of the people and pay attention. Hallelujah. If you like play it. a reggae record and you see that she's going crazy off it, mm-hmm. stay, stay in reggae. That. Don't play a <laughs> reggae record and then go to some trap. But I like Drake. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, so it, as a DJ, there's a lot of music that I love, but nothing, it's just like sex. I like nothing that. gives me more pleasure mm. than to play what's going to make the people go crazy. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Gucci Gang and all that other shit, but if I'm a fan of the reaction that mm. I'm going to get. So if I'm in front of a crowd and I play Gucci King and they lose their mind, then I'm doing what it is. So that's just like sex. Oh. I want to know. So like, if, mm-hmm. if I don't know what it is and I'm going into that situation, I might call a younger DJ like Dollars or Rayvon or some of the younger cats, mm-hmm. KBs, mm-hmm. and be like, yo, what are those records that are going to make you know right. people go crazy? So in the sex world, or yep. the sex realm, yep. your partner would represent that. Like, so I, I don't have a problem with them telling me that. So right. I know that. Oh, you like reggae? All right. Well, let me try this right here. Mm-hmm. See let, me you, this yeah, let me get this pum pum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me see if you like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so boom, I'm, boom, definitely, I'm definitely not against. You know what I'm saying? But I think then, it's different when it's your partner and when it's just a guy. If that makes sense. Like if it were, like if you were. It's a difference because there's a comfort level when it's my man. Right. And I know, like, okay, he cares about, like, you know. But if, if you're just, like, a fly-by-night fuck, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I'm not going to give you the playbook because I maybe I don't even have plans for you staying around that right. long. Right. Yeah, I get that. How, how important is it in, like, a real relationship to keep that, you know, you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But keeping that fly by night energy, that fly by Ooh. night, like, what's, how, mm-hmm. how important is that? In, in, you know, I think it's important because okay, so my ex, he was in prison, mm-hmm. and so when he came home, he gave me some fresh out the pan dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gave me some cell block C dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like put it down. And for a nigga not to have a lot of practice, he was doing his thing. I was like, okay, okay nigga, right. you a motherfucking Olympian, <laughs> a champion. But what I realized with him. And I would, you know, like the first thing that women say when they break up with a guy, I was like, he had wag dick. Right. He didn't have bad dick. He just had predictable dick. Mm-hmm. And oh, that is what made me not want to have sex with him. Like, right. I knew I'm going to be asleep. You're going to touch my titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to touch my titties and you think that's going to make me, like, want to roll over. Um, I knew, like, okay, he's going to hit it like this. Then I'm gonna go ahead and flip over, and then I'm gonna suck I mean, it. Okay, but let me. The onus is on both. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I read this book. It's called QBQ. Question behind the question. It's like personal accountability. What uh-huh. are you doing in that relationship that is making him be so predictable? Oh, I wasn't fucking him. Okay, See? so what the fuck? Well, one day he was like, 
I mean, um, babe, I'm not counting, but it's been 13 days since we had sex. <laughs> and you know what I did? 13, my and You know what I said? I said, you know what, babe? I'm not counting, but it's been a whole four months since you paid rent. Good night. Mm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, Shit. no, no. Yeah, that's so, a whole but nother, with, that's But what men don't realize for women is when a woman is not giving you sex, there's a whole, there's a disconnect beyond just the physical. Right. There could be things that she feels like you're not providing for her emotionally or maybe that's financially. Yeah, and that does not make me want to have sex with you. Yeah. If I feel like you done pissed me off and you're not there for me and you're not supporting me in this, no, I don't want to fuck you. But a nigga with money, good. All right, right. right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If it's a nigga with some money, you can get it anytime you want. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's, let's go back to that, though. Um, mm-hmm. As far as um, you saying that shit being predictable and yes. those other things like mm-hmm. how important do you feel it is to have conversations right. about the things that you like or the things yeah. that you know, that same type of shit you would do at the water cooler with the uh, nigga at work how important is it to have that conversation with every bitch do have partner? a work husband I just want y'all to know that fuck that nigga yeah. <laughs> y'all, every girl has a work boyfriend nah, I've, been, I've been the work boyfriend <laughs> and even a work boyfriend doesn't mean you have, you're having sex with know, them but it's a work boyfriend is like a man that you like Right. Yeah, that's right. your boyfriend at work. Yeah, right. I guess. I mean, that's yeah. like I mean, there's nothing wrong with a, a play boyfriend. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, it's like oh play, no, I can have a play boyfriend, but my, nigga, you better not have a play girlfriend. No, my <laughs> thing is this: a play boyfriend to me is like play money. Play money is yeah. cool until yeah. you get a nigga with real yeah, money. You, you know go. what I'm saying? So you can have a play boyfriend or a yeah. play man, but when you got a real man, that shit ain't gonna compare. You are gonna start playing with the play shit. And that's yeah, that's true. true. You know, that's I mean. Very true. What was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was damn. just saying how important is it? I think, you know, I think it's real important to to not get caught up in the Claire Huxtableness mm-hmm. right. of mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. to lose that, you know, and being then, open. And, we, and you know, we do it too, Lonnie. Uh, like, no, when we get, when we get that one, we build her up so much that we almost remove that other side to her as well because we put her on that pedestal. We make her, you know, you she's our that? queen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we... We remove that sexual side because we are looking really? at. I, I mean, the I mean, one. No, I've heard no, that before, but yeah. really? Yeah, like because 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 she's above everybody else at this point now, and so we almost remove that alternative. You know, that alternative um, ego. Also, oh, the nigga stop trying to fuck me all the time. I mean, he love me. <laughs> I mean, cause he he care more about you than he just ca- fucking. I lie to you because I care about your feelings. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think I think sex should be fun. I mean, we were. We don't talk about it enough. We don't communicate about it enough. Even during, like, you can have fun with that shit. You can communicate, like, you know. But you know what I think a lot of it, it too, is, especially now. I mean, Mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. I think especially now, women are just beginning to get empowered to explore their sexuality and to express it. I think for a long time, we're taught, like, you know, men, oh, you go out and sell your royal oats, and a woman isn't supposed to do this. She's not right. supposed to do that. Right. And so now I think that women, and also women reach their sexual peak later in life than men. But I think a they lot say of- say that, but I don't believe that shit. I no believe more, that man. shit. I don't, I don't think I'm in my sexual peak, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm being real. I don't. I don't think I'm in my sexual peak. But I do think that now, I think that women have to go, something happens in their life or something clicks for them that like, empowers them and once you feel empowered as a woman then you are empowered as a sexual partner because it takes confidence to say i don't like that i'd rather you do it like this well you just got to be comfortable you got to be in a relationship where you can have an uncut 
uncensored, uncensored relationship. Again, mm-hmm. if you if you were the man that's there to pleasure you, mm-hmm. like. I wouldn't give a fuck if you told me that you was into motherfucking monkeys or some shit. <laughs> I ain't asking no questions. I'm going to come home with the bananas, <laughs> bitch. Like, Let's get to I'm it. In fucking, yeah. I'm in the coolest monkey in the jungle. Exactly. <laughs> I'm coming home with that H&M t-shirt on <laughs> this shit. shit. <laughs> Let's go. So I'm saying, like, so it's, 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 it's to get in a place to make a person feel comfortable right. where they they don't won't feel judged. Yep. And when they feel like they can, you know, be open with you, that's when... Yeah. You know, a lot of doors will be open, and that's when y'all will really get to know each other and really get to explore. Now, Lonnie, I'm taking heed because you've been married for a long ass time now. <laughs> right. I'm taking heed because it's single in the city, but I'm trying to get a man. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you another thing. Uh, one of the most um, addictive things in relationship, I was, in relationships, and I would definitely say it's like a drug, and everybody is addicted to it. That is the new car smell mm-hmm. of a relationship. Mm-hmm. That new, that that beginning. I just met mm-hmm. you. Yep. Let's, I'm ah, answering that every. New dick. Yeah, sounds I'm, like a new engine. I'm, I'm answering every text in yeah. 2.5 <laughs> seconds. You know what I'm saying? Yo, <laughs> I'm stepping out of meetings and shit. Yo, yo you good? Yeah, right, that's I'm call you right crazy. Back. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I think that's that's very addictive. But a, a real relationship is beyond that. A real yeah. relationship when you really love somebody is. It's being there when everything ain't good and when it when it, when everything okay. isn't perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. when you know that you're really in love. That's that's I mean, because nobody's gonna be in a relationship for twenty one years and think that it's gonna be perfect. Right. Yeah. 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 So love But a so, lot of motherfuckers enter it and think that it is. Yeah, yeah. No. So a lot of times mm-hmm. people people think that love is staying or or the feeling that you get from being in a perfect Situation mm. and everybody think that a, a, a relationship is the perfect situation so much so mm-hmm. that when it becomes imperfect, they don't want to do it. No mm. more. But real mm-hmm. love is mm-hmm. m- making it through some of those things and looking back like, "Wow, we made it through this. We yep. made it through right. that." That means you, you really fucking you love really me. fuck with me. Right. Okay, so I have a confession. Uh-oh. <laughs> and she hasn't, and she hasn't been confession all show. Right, right. <laughs> I like a nigga. I don't be liking these niggas. Oh, you saying you do now? You got someone you like? Yeah. Okay. I have someone that I like right nice. now. And it's very new, mm-hmm. but it's like the first time that I've been excited. I just don't be giving a fuck about these niggas and their feelings. I just like, I'm really busy. I'm really working on like single in the city mm-hmm. and myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, my whole thing is like, nigga, give me a reason to text you back. Give me a reason mm-hmm. to want to respond. Like, don't what you doing me to death. Like, that ain't that ain't hot. Mm-hmm. And so, this person that I've been lightweight talking to, uh-huh. I went to school with them. Mm-hmm. Didn't know them at Virginia State. But it's been a really refreshing situation. How long has it been? It hasn't been long at all. Give me a give it time, friend. Don't say, like, fucking two days. You're judging me. Yesterday. It was probably yesterday. It hasn't been two days. It hasn't been two days. It was yesterday long. Uh It's been two weeks. Two weeks. New car smell. New New car car smell. smell. I I get that shit. But but every time a car was new. Huh? Every at some no. point, and, and and every person mm-hmm. loved that car yeah, when that motherfucker yep. was new. You're not gonna right. eat in my car. Yep. You're not gonna smoke in my car. <laughs> yep. You're not gonna drink in my car. Mm-hmm. Then after a while, you start eating French fries and one fall <laughs> on the side of the joint. You understand what I'm saying? You, you would keep yep. you, you would wash that bitch every time you get a piece <laughs> of dust time, on it. Yep. You know, and then you ride through the whole year with your car looking like you just drove through a snowstorm <laughs> and the salt and shit. 
the new car smell is gone. You know what I'm saying? My car ain't been yeah. washed in months. That's oh what I'm saying. God. But when you got that bitch, you kept it clean. Yeah. Right. That's how yes. relationships yeah. work. So a lot of times you got to keep that same energy. But but what about yeah. this, Lonnie? What about when you content with your car, right? And no car on the road is like, man, fuck that shit. My car paid off. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But it is a car to catch your eye. You know, like, Most definitely. You know what? Paid off. I might just get a loan for that shit. Of course, you, you got a paid off car and you're comfortable right. with that paid off car until you get in another car that look a little better. Mm-hmm. But here's the flip side to that shit. You can get in another car that look better and you trade your other car in, right? Mm-hmm. And drive that bitch for a minute and realize that motherfucker was a limit. Mm-hmm. And then you forget how reliable... Mm-hmm. Your Ooh. old car was. How reliable that, that old camera was. Or even, or even the controls. Like, you got so used to being able to do mm-hmm. this. And yeah. you getting this new shit. And it don't work the same way. So it's awkward. And you're like, oh, fuck. I want the old Older. shit. But you, you know, want that old I think that, that. <laughs> Look, I just think that, like, for me, I've been really, like, focused. And it's been taking a lot for me to even, like, Connect with a man in that sense, not not just because I've been fucking with a girl, mm-hmm. but just because, <laughs> I felt like I needed to say that <laughs> the Ciroc is flowing now. <laughs> but connect with anybody in that sense that like I don't want to undervalue. Like okay, like wow, I actually am looking forward to hearing from this person or like the thoughtfulness that this person is showing me. And even though it is a new car, mm-hmm. he's showing me that he may be reliable. And there's nothing wrong with that because at some point, every reliable car starts off new. So, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not right. downplaying that. You know, another thing that you can, can kind of, you know, gauge things off of, if you know that you're extremely passionate about your show, Single in the City. Ah. Like, my thing is, like, when he starts to ask you questions, mm-hmm. like, you know, how is the show? How's the show coming? Is there anything mm. that I can help critiquing you? Not, not critiquing Lonnie! you. Yeah, I'm just telling oh you. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm, I hope he's listening, so I'm, I'm right, giving him game. Exactly. You know, those types of things, like t- um, telling you that he's proud of you, telling you that he sees the the growth in your show. That's how you know that somebody's really in tune yes. or care about you beyond what he can get from you right. for his selfish reasons. Come on, man. Yeah, Come, man. I know. Lonnie yeah, give me ain't been in this shit for 20 plus years for nothing. Let me stir my goddamn because Lonnie's giving a sermon. Come on, So, man. okay, let me just give you the scenario. All right, let's go. Because Lonnie, I, I'm trusting the wisdom that I have here between you and Steve. I ain't. He got it. I know, Lonnie Steve, you ain't, you, I know, I ain't shit. I don't know Lonnie since I was 16 years old. This has been my, my man brother. for a my very brother, long. Man. This is my brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this man. I, he tell me anything, I take it as gospel. Okay. Period. So... He's fairly, what I like about him, and he hasn't necessarily listened to my shows yet, but literally the person that I described in the episode I had with Kelly, he fits that description. Someone that is comfortable, because I told him, like, you know, right now I'm really, like, single in the city. I'm not trying to block my blessing off the sake of no damn podcast and a business. Like, if there's a good man in my life, I'm not going to be like, oh, I ain't fucking with you because, nigga, I'm single in the city. Yeah. Because the objective, I don't want to promote, like, fuck niggas, don't get a man. I ain't trying to promote that. But he understands. I told him, I was like, you know, I'm really focused on promoting. And if I ain't living that life, then how can I expect women to trust what I'm saying Mm -hmm. if I ain't living that life? And if I ain't in the single trenches with them. Mm -hmm. And so, like, he supports what I'm doing. I was just invited to be Expo in Philly. And it's over 15,000 attendants. And I'm going to have my own stage. Mm -hmm. And he was like, 
what can I do to help you? Mm. Like, he was like, yeah, like, yeah, you're going to Philly. Like, I'll help you. Like, it's going to be some heavy lifting. Like, I'm not even going to, like, be your man. I'm Fuck not trying that. to. Is he say anything about any money? Is he, mm. like, is he nah. sponsoring anything? He's not sponsoring nothing? I mean, he's going to pay for, like, well, my hotel, oh, he... all of that stuff is paid for. <laughs> he, he's just going to lift shit. <laughs> all of that stuff is being paid for, though. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. My travel. I was just going back to your earlier. My right, travel, right, 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 but right. my travel and my hotel and all that stuff is being paid for. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, let's not take away from the fact that I just met him. Yeah. So I don't expect that much from him. But he was like, if you need anything, like, I'll be there to help you. Like, I support you. And I even told him, like, look, even if I fuck with you, technically I'm single. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, like, I ain't gonna be putting you on my social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not yet. You should. Till you eat my it's pussy like a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> now, if he eat my pussy like a lesbian, I might propose to this nigga. I might get but down on one knee. I, I will say this, man. Oh There's no God. feeling like having somebody that's in your corner, somebody yeah. that supports what you do. Like, my life is music. I love mm-hmm. DJing. My wife loves music. So, you know, imagine, like, I'm sitting at the table at home thinking about. You know, what am I going to play at the Ardenoids? Or she'll just randomly ask me, Aww. you know, what are you going to play at the Ardenoids? Don't play this shit. You always play that shit at the Ardenoids. <laughs> you should play this. And like, I remember one time she sent me a list of songs, you know, to play at the Ardenoids. So when Aww. she's there to... And you look know, at yeah, her? Yeah, I, 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 I probably don't see her, you know, when I, when I play. Mm-hmm. But she knows that when I play this, like, off-the-wall-ass record that nobody's mm-hmm. dancing to, <laughs> you know, I'm smiling because she knows mm-hmm. that I'm playing it for her. So I'm, I'm, I'm sharing that with you to say that there's nothing like when when you're really in a great relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you know what we can do in the bedroom, or it's not just about the yes. business yeah, side yeah, of yeah. what we got to handle, you know, monetarily. But being in tune to you know what makes you tick, not just in the bedroom, but what else are you into? So if it's your show, him wanting to know, you know, what he can do to help you, or how happy you are in there. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's things that you can do better? Him staying on you to be like, you know, do you like your logo? Did you get a new logo? Yeah, right. you talk about it. So you know, just somebody's in tune to what you like. Yeah. His, his wife dope as shit, by the way. That's really? That's I met your wife before. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Yo, Lonnie's just whole situation is fucking dope. Uh-huh. Yeah. His kids are dope. Absolutely. He's dope. His Absolutely. wife is dope. His life is dope. <clears throat> God damn. Life ain't perfect, though. It ain't perfect, but God damn yeah. it, it seems like it's close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. The illest thing, you know, I don't want to get too deep. Or I don't want to switch, no. shift gears too much. But as far as my wife, one of the illest situations uh, when I got sick, and I'll, I talk about it every now and then, but not too much. But mm-hmm. um, when I got sick, you know, one thing I can definitely say about my wife is that moment when you didn't know which way things were mm. going to go. And this is this is why I would say it's important to have a partner. Single in the city is cool. And right, is yeah. Cool, but I think it's really important to have mm-hmm. a partner because when I got sick and didn't know which way uh, my situation was going to go life-wise, like I didn't know if they were going to come back and tell me, yo, you got, uh, you're good, or mm-hmm. they we're going to come back and say, uh, shit, you got, you know, a couple months. You know, mm-hmm. you got a year before you pass. Mm-hmm. I just knew in that gray area where I was waiting for the response, Laying there beside my wife, you know, I've been DJing in the city of Richmond for almost 20, no, I've been DJing in the city of Richmond now for 28 years. Mm. Done a lot of parties. Longer than I've been alive. Yeah, done a lot of parties, Damn. been around a lot of people, but at that moment, nothing else mattered. Like, mm. if, if they came back and told me that I was about to die right then, being beside that woman, mm. they could have just rolled the credits and I would have been good. Mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So without having that, I probably would have felt lonely. I would have been depressed. I would have been yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. But 
that's why sometimes it's, it's good to have that person through the yeah, ups and downs. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely. Yeah. Look, let me say something. It's single in the city only because... You ain't found that right, motherfucker. Okay. Are, are you, are you, are you going to change the name if you no. get in a relationship? No. Huh? If I get in a relationship, my main thing, the reason I would call it single in the city, even if I, be, if I was in a relationship, is because there's always that at any point, I pray that it doesn't, but I could be single again. Mm-hmm. And it's about like a break, embracing. I think that women, especially when you hit a certain age, mm-hmm. you become ashamed of being single. Mm-hmm. And just embracing like, yeah, I'm single. But one of the main things I promote is it's not like I'm single, fuck niggas. Mm-hmm. It's I'm single and I'm becoming the best person, a better version of myself until I find that person. I, I, you know, I feel like women feel like they have to navigate yeah. The world being single. Like, men, if a man is single, you don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care that I'm single. I got so much shit You know I'm why? Doing. I don't give a fuck. But you know why? Why? Because it's almost like men have the pick of the litter. Because no matter how much I cook for you, fuck yeah. you, do whatever, yeah. it's the man's decision whether you're going to wife me or not. So, mm, that's true. Yeah, so that's why it's different that's because true. the man is in control of the relationship. A woman is willing to commit. A woman is willing to be a wife or a good girlfriend or whatever it is. But if you're being a good wife and a girlfriend to a nigga that ain't really trying to be shit to you, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. True. So ultimately, it's the man's decision. So the man does have control in that sense. Are you in a rush? Like if you were in, in a relationship nah, and you I felt like rush if, you were, if you were in a relationship and you wanted to get married and he didn't propose, mm. you know, some, some women say, mm-hmm. yeah. if he don't do X, Y, Z by this mm-hmm. time frame. I don't live my life on a timeline anymore, uh-huh. but I will say I ain't finna be no nigga's fiance for eight years. Mm. I ain't finna be no, at this point in my life, I'm not finna be no nigga's girlfriend for eight years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take that long for a man to decide what he wants. Like even, oh, I'm about to throw a little shade. Mm. My ex, not my ex, but my ex, ex, ex. He is in, he was engaged, and so like I was like, he ain't gonna marry that girl. He has a lot of money, a lot of money, multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to marry her, you could have married her. Mm-hmm. You've been engaged to her for four years. You don't want to marry that bitch. You got two kids by her. You don't want to marry her. And it's the man's decision. So I don't live my life on a timeline per se, but I just do have expectations and standards for myself. Like at t- I'm 27 now, and 27 isn't old by a long shot at all. Yeah, no. But it does not take eight years for a man to decide. Like I want to be with you. You're my wife. I married my wife after nine years. Mm. But how old were you when you met her? Huh? But Lonnie is different because this nigga was Why popping bottles with Jay Z, man. Uh, if my nigga was popping bottles oh, with Jay Z. I'm a real, real humble bitch. Oh, me? Yeah. When I met my wife, I wasn't on radio. I didn't have a car. She used to drive me around. She remembers when I said, I want to be in radio. Mm. Yeah, so no, I want the Lonnie B that I am. You was just right Lonnie? Now. I was just Lonnie. Lonnie, <laughs> I was Lonnie just... working at Kmart? Because, because... I know. <laughs> but a lot of times it has absolutely nothing to do with the woman and everything to do with the man. Yeah. When you talk about commitment and marriage, mm-hmm. you know... People like Lonnie, people, I, I don't even say myself, it's like, you don't want to bring any woman into a situation to where she's not going to have every need met 
and every situation. Oh, you're a liar. No, listen to me. You're a liar. How am I lying? You're a liar. You're a liar. I'm lying. You're a liar. I'm listening. Niggas know they enter a bitch life and they gonna fuck it up. No. Yes. I don't have that mentality. Niggas know that they ain't shit at times. I ain't ever. You never. Listen to me. I have never asked a woman for anything in my fucking life. Lonnie, I'm not looking at him. I have never. I'm not looking at him. I have never asked a woman for anything in my fucking life. And if it ain't I about asking listen, for nothing. And if I wasn't Lonnie, able to what? take care of her, Lonnie, I wouldn't no, be with her. No, because Lonnie's, Lonnie's the motherfucker. Lonnie loser. know me too. Lonnie know you, but I'm just saying, as a you know that you fuck with a bitch and you'd have the best intentions for her. Absolutely. But okay, then shut I'm up. Talking about, I'm talking about a situation when it's a woman that I want to make sure if if I'm if I found that woman and I want her to be in my life for the rest of my life. I'm going to make sure that that situation is adequate for her to even be receptive to being in my life. Hold on, That's what you, I'm saying. You say you enter a situation where you know your intentions aren't. Yes. To, yeah, I'm talking so about something completely it, different. Go ahead, Lonnie. I'm not even talking nigga, about that. He's alive. I'm not even. I, have Richie. I ever? Have I ever dealt with a woman and I knew I was? I, I won't even try to be either. with her. It was just what it was. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, then. But that's not what I'm talking about. When I met my wife, she had a boyfriend. When I met my wife. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Lonnie. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. No, when I met my wife, I had I had my own recording studio. My best friend had just died, and I came home. What came from this funeral went straight to my studio. Uh, My friend DJ Reese was recording a mixtape, so there was a whole bunch of rappers in there. Uh, The engineer was in there, um, Sean Owens, and there was a young lady in there with her her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I saw her, and um, you know that was Leah. So you know to kind of. That nigga uh, ain't coming to Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get that was in my notes. Yeah, no. That was in my notes. So what about the bitches that you said they should they want to come to Artemis? Wait, we can, uh, we good. good. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm just saying like the intentions definitely wasn't for her to end up being my wife. So it's just like you know even her approach. Mm-hmm. She knew that she was in a situation. She told me that um, she really didn't know me. He was kind of like, yo, that's Lonnie B. He rapped with mad skills, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point he thought that she was messing with skills or danger. Never, mm-hmm. you know, thought me. But mm-hmm. so again, mm-hmm. sometimes situations start off mm-hmm. like, this is, we're just doing this for that. But sometimes that can turn into real love. And then 21 mm-hmm. years later, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So every situation, you don't walk into every Even nah. when you do walk into a situation, like, it's just going to be about this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I swear my last thing, I thought I was just going to be his pen pal. And then what happened? <laughs> and then what happened? Uh, then I ended up being his fiance. Mm. I was like, "Fuck!" Somehow I ended up like, mm. you know, they be like, "It's cuffing season." No, I was literally in cuffing season. I was going into prison to see. Why didn't that shit happen though? Why huh? Did, why didn't your marriage like why? I mean, cheated. Oh. He I mean, cheated. Or he, he cheated. Oh. God damn! I was asking for when, clarification. Okay, let me just clarify. When I'm single right now, I'm not really shit. Okay. But when I'm when I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm I go from so shit you never, to so you never cheated while you was with him. Be, be fucking honest, yeah. Man. Like, don't fuck, be fucking lying. Fuck that politically yeah. correct shit. Y'all yeah. ain't together no more. Now, bro. first of all, I, I I never lied. I okay. did cheat on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did he know I, that? Did you, Did he know that? He knows now. Hold on, time out. Hold on. <laughs> question, question, question. So you cheated on him when you found out that he cheated. Did you admit that you cheated, or did you just sit there and make mm-hmm. him feel guilty for mm-hmm. not? For the situation was so crazy. Nah, oh, here we go. Here we go. See what happened. Here we go. Nah, let me tell you why I was different. I technically cheated on him after we technically were broken up. If that makes sense, we were no fucking sense. Nah, it was a really complicated situation. 
He cheated on me with a girl that I was familiar with, that he met through my circle of friends. Mm. Um, he was cheating, <laughs> that's but he, real as fuck. y'all, no, for real, that was some crazy <laughs> shit. And that's what really like. That's why it's really important to me to like really for women during their single season to really heal because I really went through a depression during that point because. When your nigga cheats on you, that's one thing. But when your friends helped your nigga cheat on you, mm-hmm. and you knew this girl, that does a whole nother thing to your confidence, as well as the trust to the people you have around you. So, I did cheat on him, but it was it was weird because by the time it was like, oh, I cheated on him, he was already committed to her, if that makes sense. My question is, did, did, did cheating on him back... Make you feel I didn't better. cheat on him back because at the time I knew he was cheating. I just didn't have confirmation, mm-hmm. and so like there's I, cheating in the relationship. It depends. That's a great question. It depends. It depends. On, on. I think that if if I would have caught him cheating, and this is just the god honest truth, even though I knew that what you mean caught him like in the act. If I I told him that I loved him and he was a great boyfriend, but he wasn't ready to be a husband. Mm-hmm. If he, if I would have caught him cheating and he was remorseful and he was like, I'm sorry, I love you. Mm-hmm. You hurt my pride when you told me that you, I wasn't going to be a good husband. He had an explanation. Mm-hmm. I probably would have forgiven him mm-hmm. and I probably mm-hmm. would have tried to work things out. Uh, would, you, would you have had problems with trust after that, knowing right. that he did it before? Yes and no. It, it really blindsided me because with all the shortcomings that my ex had, and that's no shade, I promise. Mm-hmm. With all the shortcomings that he had, the one thing that I used to tell my friends was like, he ain't going to cheat on me. Mm-hmm. That nigga mm-hmm. loves me. Okay. He is not going to cheat on me. Mm-hmm. A lot of things can happen that will drive us apart, but it'll never be another woman because he really loves me. I would have taken him back. Mm-hmm. If he was sorry, I would have taken him back. But now, hindsight, I'm, I'm grateful that he wasn't sorry. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm grateful that he wasn't sorry because I know this had I'm a very forgiving person. Do you think that all relationships are perfect? No. No. I think that ain't no relationship perfect. No. None. Even my grandparents, like to me, they're the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they went through some shit. My grandparents have been married all for grandparents have been through <laughs> some shit. God. Yeah. yeah. But, but but one thing my grandma has told me is she said, I never had to deal with any infidelity. You know, there's other things that, you know, financial really? problems. My grandmother never had to deal with any infidelity. Hold on. Either your grandmother never had to deal with infidelity, right. or your no. grandfather was right. very good. Right, that's He was what very I'm good saying. at what he did. Um, but you know what? But, but you know what? But that even goes back to I feel like men might be different now. Because I think that back then men took pride in whatever I do on the side, it's on the side, and they ain't going to affect my family and my wife. Mm-hmm. Now... Side chicks are so acceptable, and it's a part of society, and it's a part of our world that I don't agree with that. I do. Me neither. I, don't, I, don't I think it's. I do. I do because nah. I know plenty of girls that I'm cool with that are cool to be cool with being a side chick. They might be cool with it, but I'm not saying that men are accepting. Nah, side I think it's a different cool. time. Like my grand, I really, honestly, it, it it holds validity that like I couldn't even imagine my grandfather cheating. Your your kids, whether you've cheated or not. <laughs> No, but real shit though. Whether you, Lonnie, whether you've cheated or not, the type of man that you mm-hmm. are to your kids and to your wife, they couldn't imagine you cheating. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's the type of imagery. So like now, I'm, I'm I'm gonna. But be does honest. that make it? But even right. if if that's something that someone can imagine or not imagine, does that make it better or worse? Mm. My well, all I can say 
as my grandmother said, our our marriage has faced a lot of trials. I'm gonna say this, but infidelity <laughs> has not been one. So of this them. this this was my mindset back when you know I was in a committed relationship and. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long... I don't know why that was funny to me. It was like... it's been a long time. But look, so I always had the mentality that we are the only species of mammal that have a societal influence of monogamy. You look at any other oh, mammal. Well, I'm, I'm... Oh, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. You look at any other mammal on this mm. earth. Monogamy is, is, is mm. you know. So it's, it's one of those things where are we forcing ourselves I'm to a different be... kind of bitch. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm mean? a different kind of bitch. I'm interested in being a girlfriend to a married couple. Oh, shit. I don't see anything wrong with that. For what that's hmm. <laughs> that's what fits my lifestyle right now. Huh. So like right now though, but is that forever? I'm, I'm not even gonna because because even in my marriage, if I trusted my man, hmm. I don't see any problem with having a woman. But that goes to my point. It's like, are we forcing ourselves to be monogamous, going against our our instinct as mammals? Or is that something that we should be doing? And I'm just going uh, back to I've heard, I've heard that before. You see what I'm saying? I don't saying? think it's yeah, for like... everybody. I don't think it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that whether we're forcing ourselves to conform or whatever, even mm-hmm. over time as evolution is concerned, like even mentally, mm-hmm. we just are adapted to those behaviors. Mm-hmm. But I do think that for me personally, especially now that I realize that I liked the lesbians, <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't so bad after all. Mm-hmm. I don't, if I had a, I think that what it really boils down to, it isn't even about the sex. It's about the emotional connection. And so if I had a man and we were emotionally connected and I trusted him and I could introduce someone else into our relationship and I know mm-hmm. that I would remain a priority and you would still... I'm your main priority. Yeah. That's different. Where niggas get it fucked up is where you start spreading yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And that means and niggas get it fucked up because that means financially as well. Yeah. That means financially. So you can have another bitch, but just make sure I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm not I mean, a- but the thing, and, and we always talk, a man can have sex with a woman outside of his relationship and not give a fuck whatsoever. It's the emotional shit that get us. Do y'all not give a fuck though? I'm just saying. I'm going to ask y'all. Okay. Ronnie was like, look, I don't want to I'm talk listening. About- go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about This is in my segment of the podcast. I'm, I'm single as fuck, so can, you got to direct it to me. No, though. I'm going to ask both of y'all. Okay. As a man, can you have sex with a woman repeatedly and not have any emotional connection to her? Mm. Repeatedly? Repeatedly. Any what? Can a man have a sexual relationship with a woman repeatedly and not have any emotional attachment to her? Definitely. Yep. Do you think that women can do the same? Definitely. Oh, well, I don't know. A, you know what? This is a good question. I don't know. Do you think that men or women are better cheaters? Women. Women. Absolutely. I know. I'm a sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> All women are. I'm like, little Mo, you sneak, I'm a sneak, and but I'm a sneak better. I've never been with a woman who I haven't caught doing something inappropriate. Really? Yeah, and in my entire mm-hmm. life. Really? Been, yeah, never. Really, Lonnie? Yeah. <laughs> that is like mind boggling to me because I, one thing I always tell a nigga is like, even though I have, I don't want to say I have trust issues because that's like daddy issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because I always say like, I trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you. But at the same yeah. time, I've never been with a man that's never cheated on me. Yeah, no, I've never been in a, in a relationship mm-hmm. that. 
a, and and when I say cheat, like that doesn't always mean that they fuck mm-hmm. somebody, right? Exactly. But it means like I caught you doing something yep. inappropriate that you wouldn't have liked me, mm-hmm. you know, to catch. And mm-hmm. I think for me, the word that, that boyfriend, kinda, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that 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 kind of I guess bothered me mentally, and it kind of goes back to Steve. It's almost like I'm almost desensitized, right, desensitized right. or immune to the thought of that being the reason why mm-hmm. a relationship can't work. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Because I've I've already I've been through that pain before, you know, and I'm talking from the beginning. So know? why is it that, and a lot of women talk about this, why is it that a woman, a man can cheat on a woman and he expects her to forgive mm-hmm. and move on, mm-hmm. but why is it that men, when they get cheated on... It's ego. It's all it's, ego. It's really ego. Men have a bigger ego than women, and when you talk about... I had a big ego. Yeah, but not be- it's not bigger than any man in this world. Mm. And when you talk about a woman cheating on a man, that goes to the center of his core, because in a, in a relationship, a man is, is expected to be that the, the, the foundation of that relationship. But if your ego is big enough, if, if she feels like she want to go fuck somebody, go mm. fuck him, and mm. if it ain't good enough, you'll come back. Mm. Why did it? Okay, I'm Ooh, ratchet. So I, like well, I don't know why yeah. that made me think about Trick Daddy and Love and Hip Hop Miami. I ain't seen, I ain't seen that. that. Yo, this nigga was like, she, his wife left him, mm-hmm. and That's she a good was like, point, though. Right she now. was like, um, he, she basically left for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so Trick was like, I loved you, like you fucking left, mm-hmm. and you got a fucking hundred fifty thousand dollar truck mm-hmm. with twelve hundred dollar tires, and you ain't fuck with a nigga since that can put them tires <laughs> on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> It's That's so real. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's more than it's more than just that. Again, imagine going from a, a great, reliable relationship that might not have been perfect, mm-hmm. and you went chasing the motherfucking new car smell. Yep. I was just gonna shit, say you got yeah. a Toyota. Yeah, and you went and you went yep. chasing a Bentley with a hundred plus thousand yep. miles because yep. it looked good. Oh, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> yep. yo, I got a Maserati. I hadn't had a Maserati that had tripped on me. Yeah, so it's For like real. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, you know, a lot of times if. If you know you're reliable, if you yep. know that, you know, you know, if you got the right type of ego, you I don't care about yeah. I just want That's a Bentley. A I want a That's Bentley a with like a Toyota mentality. <laughs> 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 I, I want a Bentley ass nigga that has the mentality and the confidence of a Toyota. No, that ain't gonna happen. It does happen. What's that again? Say it again. I want a Bentley uh-huh. with this <laughs> confidence. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> so you want a nigga that, that's attractive but he don't know he's attractive is what you saying it's not even that he doesn't know he's attractive because it's not that you it's not that a Toyota is not attractive okay. but what are Toyota known for they're known for being reliable reliable yeah, yeah. But he knows, like, I look like a Bentley, but I got the spirit yeah. <laughs> of a Camry. Yeah. I'm reliable. I'm built for oh tough, God. nigga. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I want, I want, basically, I want a lemon. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Nah, it's just. It's a just, lemon ain't reliable. No, a lemon's not reliable. But yeah. I just. I, it's just knowing what's important, man. Like I want a shiny new car with the mentality of the Ford Pinto. He was built to last. Mm-hmm. Cars nowadays aren't really built to last. They're built in 15 years. Well, not even 15 years. In 10 years, you need another car. Mm-hmm. So I want a car that looks new do and you shiny. you really need another car? Like, I've had a car. I that, ain't got no so, car, Lonnie. <laughs> I, had a car, I had a car that the My the car engine, got repo. The engine, the engine went out in my car. Usually that's when people go get mm-hmm. another car. Mm-hmm. But if you like that car enough and you're mm-hmm. thinking to yourself like, yo... 
I done paid the note on this motherfucking mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. I don't want another note, and I can spend a couple nah. thousand. Yep. Nah, I'm it not in. with you, Lonnie, because at what point do you say this car ain't worth it? When you, I done been but, with but, a nigga and, that was and worth you know, And you know what's crazy? And I done poured money you, into it. And you can get that way, and you can be like, yo, this shit ain't worth it. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm done with it. You take it to the car lot, trade it in, and you get your motherfucking Bentley. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Some bro going to walk up to that motherfucking car lot and see that car that you thought was a piece mm-hmm. of shit, and that's going to be You hurt. know what it is? And put what? 20s on it. Exactly. I, I am a firm believer that, and, and even a nigga I'm talking to now, I told him, I was like, yo, whatever bitch you had before me, I appreciate her, because she polished you up for me. Mm. That's some real shit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do get what is a lemon, what, what, is, what is it saying? What is one man's trash is another mm-hmm. man's treasure? Mm-hmm. I believe that I shine my ex nigga up enough for the bitch that he's with now. Hmm. And so. Oh, I mean, if that make you feel Bitch, bad. if you're listening, if that makes thank you, feel you bad. for waxing, <laughs> polishing, hey, and getting hey. all the buff, buff spots out of my nigga because he is ready to go off the line. Oh, you know? That's some real shit. Okay. That's some real shit. I hope she ain't got no keys to that joint. Right. She nah, she ain't got no, nah, she ain't got no spare keys. No key, he gave me all the spare keys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave me all the spare keys. Okay. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's not, sounds I, it looks believable. You know right. what? Yeah. Not only do I have the spare keys, but I got the remote start, so I can start it from the inside. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I warm that bitch up when I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm just saying? So I'm going to just say it, and that's all I'm saying. All right. Well, Lonnie, I don't drink vodka, but what the fuck is going yeah, on? I like it. I'm a bourbon guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Ciroc. Ciroc and Red Bull. That's yeah, what I drink every time I'm in the this club. Is, uh, this is kind of real. Nah, right? you can't take Lonnie. You know, he famous. He might be getting endorsed and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lonnie should get a Ciroc. Get what did he at, man? Nah. Now, you know what's crazy? I, uh, seriously, like, you know, I see a lot of DJs with, uh, you know, Ciroc deals mm-hmm. and all those other liquor deals. If I could get a deal, the perfect mm-hmm. deal that I would love... Would be a water deal. I would love to explore. Oh. Yeah, that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? Because I could, I could do it. And um, my favorite water is Deer Park. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So if, if if you mm-hmm. pop like that, and somebody from Deer Park is listening <laughs> to your podcast, now, I'm not trying to boast, I'll give you a Nani. Cut. Nani, I'm not trying to boast, but my ratings have spiked, hey. and I have a feeling that once I post this on social media, Deer that Park. I had DJ Deer Park, Park, what up? It's yeah. gonna because. I am just so excited, and I just want to thank both of you for coming on the show. No, nah, no, nah, my pleasure. Like, and it's I must say, I want, I want to say real quick, man. Like, I've known you for a long time, and I'm proud of you. Oh, you know, but I remember nigga, when you wait, said, "Wait, I'm drunk, and I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <laughs> cry." <laughs> nah, seriously, man. I've watched you go from talking oh. about this being something that you wanted mm-hmm. to do to like you really doing that mm-hmm. shit to the point. Not even that you're just really doing it. I know a lot of people talk about doing right. podcasts, but like right now. I don't know nobody that's doing a podcast as, as popping as yours. And, and, and I, really? Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Wait, nigga, really? Hold on. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Okay, okay. Excluding coffee with strangers, of course. Outside of Kelly Lemon, what up? That's the mayor at I had to check that shit real quick. It's all right. It's okay. No, because I love Kelly. I had Kelly on the podcast. That's my sister. That's love. That's my partner. But again, there's nobody that's really... You know, doing it and you know, I, to to know your story and to watch you mm-hmm. take something from a dream mm-hmm. to what it is right now. You know, I, I think that is uh, super dope. And I felt like I wanted to come in this motherfucker and get on here mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. so when you pop <laughs> and be on some Oprah <laughs> shit, I can be like, I was on I episode was on motherfucking. Part. 
13, 14, whatever yes. the fuck we are. What episode we're, is this? We're on episode 17. Okay, 17. Oh, I was man. close. Yeah. Man. Close enough. You hit it before 20 because I'm hey. actually going to take a break at 20. Really? Take a break? Wow. Yeah, because the podcast is going to be traveling. See, there it is. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to be in Paris for a weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be I'm gonna be single in the city in Paris. I'm going to be single in the city in Vegas. And you, should, you know what you should call it? What? Single in the cities. Yeah. Oh, then go. Oh, you know, I was yeah. going to call it single in your city, nigga. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm only here okay. for the night. Oh, What's good? Okay. But I do want to say thank you, Steve, for coming. I'm, I'm as well as Lonnie, thank you. Because Lonnie, when I was interning, I was the station intern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never got a chance to be on air. And that's what I wanted to do. So Lonnie gave me the chance. Literally, I was Chelsea the intern <laughs> on air. I, yeah, <laughs> Kelly and Lonnie gave me a chance to be Chelsea the intern on air. And I learned Lonnie is a technically a man of few words. Technically, <laughs> if you yeah. don't know, you give me some Ciroc and Red Bull and bring you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he's technically a man of few words, mm-hmm. but the few words that he gives, he's given me, I have taken and I've taken heed by. Because mm-hmm. Lonnie, because Lonnie, you know, Lonnie gives when he speaks, it's meaningful. You know mm-hmm. how some people just talk to yes. talk, and they might be just trying to mm-hmm. hear themselves yeah. talk. When Lonnie tells you something, he's thought, it, he's thought about it, mm-hmm. he's kind of elaborated on it, and when he tells you what he wants to tell you, he means that shit. Yes. And it comes from a good place. And mm-hmm. so you need people like Lonnie because when he tells you something, that shit has been thought about, he's he's taking a moment with it, and then he gave it to you because he wants you to succeed. And I, I, I love Lonnie because he succeeded without trying to Break other niggas down. Yep. Trying to keep other niggas from Buying going and doing kids, other, chips you know in the Seven oh. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you know he no. ain't never he ain't never tried to like. All right, I'm gonna block you from doing what you do so I can win. I'm winning while you're winning. I'm gonna teach you the game too. Mm-hmm. I just wanted. You know? I just really wanted to do what I love. And I think the thing that um, excites me is mm-hmm. I know what it's like to want to do something mm-hmm. and to really accomplish yes. it, mm-hmm. especially when people don't believe in it. Yep. You know oh, key, my God. The key is, you know, even when nobody else believes in it, mm-hmm. like, you, go. you know, you, you kind of keep it, keep it, keep inspiring yourself. But I think the reason why I give people that advice is because uh, I know, number one, how it feels, but number two is because I believe and I see myself and somebody starting something. I know that one day they'll be the person giving yep. it, their advice yes. to the next yep. person. You're definitely one of those people. Oh. I, agree. It's, it's, I agree. You know, it's, it's an honor to be here. Oh, on my God. So it's two things. Lonnie has given me two gems. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because when I was Chelsea the intern on Sunday school, <laughs> I remember he was on the rare occasion I was past the mic. It's two instances that Lonnie, like, yo, he was, he was like literally like my little angel. I was like, um... He was like, how's your day going? And I was like, I'm not having a good day. And he was like, oh, word. And he kept one on the show. And when the mic cut off, he was like, don't ever say it's not a good day for you. Mm. Like, when you're on the air, like, mm-hmm. you are impacting people's day. Mm-hmm. If you're not having a good who what the fuck? If you're having a bad day, who want to hear that you're having a bad day, too? Mm-hmm. And I've mm-hmm. carried that with me. So even when you're being transparent and, li- transparent and living your authentic truth, you need to inspire other people. So that's the one thing that I always carry with me, even okay. every episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. With and you do that too. Yeah. The show must go on. I don't care what the <laughs> fuck. So I'm a, I, I, I pride myself in being like the superstar behind the superstars. I've worked for... Nigga, don't you take my brother's slogan. <laughs> no, no. Y'all just... Hey, was, was that his slogan? Was that No, seriously. Mm-hmm. I think... I, and I think I, I'll give myself this credit. I've worked 
behind the scenes for the most powerful people in politics and mm-hmm. entertainment. And what correlates with all of them is when the fucking lights come on. Mm-hmm. I don't care what has gone on in their day. Mm-hmm. When the lights come on, they put the fucking show on. I'm going to send yes. you a picture real quick. Um, st- when Kelly and I decided that we wanted to create this movement, there was three people at the table. Was <laughs> Kelly, myself, and Steve. I still have that picture because mm-hmm. I'm real into photography. When I was sitting okay. there, they both had their notebooks over there. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah that's, just, that's just to prove the point that Steve is saying. He showed up to a, a company outing with a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, nigga. Hey, Lonnie, Lonnie got everything. I feel like you probably got every photo, every flyer. <laughs> He's yeah, the historian. I, I remember in the studio, you had the, it was a hand-drawn flyer from like one of the first, well, first house party. parties. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The, I mean, at the end Keep of the day, I, I actually want to do. I'm working on a documentary, so I'm definitely. Oh, cool! Yeah, so yeah, that's coming up. That's so dope. another gym that I took with took from DJ Lonnie B. One, it meant a lot to me that Lonnie would come on my podcast <laughs> because I, I know Lonnie is funny about his shit. <laughs> he's an Your artist and everything. he's sensitive mm-hmm. about his shit. Everything. And so he was like, "When you gonna have me on the podcast?" And I was like, nigga, you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck. But I just want to thank you, Lonnie. Nah, nah, it's, it's, because it's taking the time out and being, oh, but that's what it was. You're not going to thank me, though? No. Shut up, nigga. It's not about <laughs> you. You're kids chips and shit, nigga. Fuck out of here. Let right. Me, let me bash you. No, this was the second moment that I was like, yo, I love Lonnie. Mm-hmm. I remember when I finally made the transition. It was about people believing in you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I finally got out of sales mm-hmm. and radio. Mm-hmm. And I fought my way to get out of sales and radio. And I was running the boards. And I had minimal training. Mm. And one day I went into the studio. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know I what go that shit. Mm. I fucked up everything. Oh, my Every God. Every commercial break. Majorly. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Majorly, I was like, I, I felt so bad for her. She oh, was hitting no. buttons, shit won't work, and nothing was triggered. Fuck I literally was no. crying. I literally, oh, yeah. I oh, literally no. was crying. Everything that I did that day fucked up. Damn, niggas was sending me their breaks, and I was running the wrong breaks at the oh, wrong time. Fuck. You know that shit. Lonnie was running. He was. I was running the boys, and he was supposed to do his five o'clock mix, and he was live DJing, mm-hmm. and it was dead air. <laughs> oh, Nothing yeah. was on the radio. And she was just hitting buttons. And nothing was triggered. And shit. I remember that shit. Yeah. And I was literally crying. I was just like, I can't. Mm -hmm. And Lonnie came in the studio. He was cool as a bitch. Mm -hmm. He was like, it's all right. Everybody have an off day. Mm -hmm. He was like, you good. You got it. Like, And I'm looking at him like, no, nigga, I don't have it. I don't know the answer, Sway. And like, now I run the boards. And like, even today, before Lonnie came to this podcast, I'm running the boys and it's no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm dancing. I'm looking at it like, oh, nigga, we twerking. Yeah, yeah. But it meant a lot to me that, and I knew I was going to be in big trouble because in radio, three seconds of dead air really is like it's five a minutes. Long fucking time. Yeah. Let, me, let me give you an example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very, very, very. But the, the beauty of it is, is, and the fact that you remember. Oh, oh no, I remember that shit. But the, the, the dope shit though, the dope shit is that you are passionate about it, and everyone sees that. So when you have someone like Yanni who understands yeah, yeah. that you're passionate about yep. it, he can look past a mistake and understand. Like I told you, right. mistakes happen. Let's go back to the first thing you said. You know, when I was talking about, um, you know, you always got to ha- sound like you're having a good day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. 
I don't know if I still agree with that. I mean, I think mm-hmm. sometimes you can still be honest and you could be going through a certain yep. type of day, but be open about your day. Yep. There might be but somebody... But be positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or just be honest about it and, and tell people, call and give you some advice. Yep. Because there might be people that might yes. have gone yeah, yeah, through... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, you know what that shows is, like, because you definitely don't want to go to the radio station sounding like every yes. day is fucking perfect. Yeah. Ain't nobody true. every day is perfect. Please finish so, that shit. I don't yeah. need to drink nothing no, else. I, I, tell you, yeah, I got you a got long road to marathon. You got <laughs> Nigga. So, but again, like you know, people like real people. Like you know what I'm saying. So, and that's what I learned. Yeah, you know, people like real people. People like transparent people. Mm -hmm. My life ain't perfect. The the biggest problem with social media right now, everybody want to be perfect. Every picture got to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I would say one of the reasons why I am who I am right now is because I'm transparent. Mm -hmm. You know, when I went through my my situation of being sick, I shared that, and there was a lot of people. That had either been there or people that had the fear of being there. Mm. So the people that you see in the streets was hitting me up in my inbox asking me questions. What did you feel? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And you realize that there's a lot of people that are just like you. Yeah. So yeah. when you A show- lot of niggas ain't got money like Lonnie B and they on a budget <laughs> like me. Hey, no, hey, they on a budget Lonnie, like Lonnie me. Lonnie ain't got no money. Lonnie ain't got no money. No, no, I ain't got no money. I got, I got, got a, I got, got a mortgage. Responsibilities. I got a, I got a mortgage. Yep. I got a daughter that's in college. Yep. I got two kids that's in um, private, private school. school. I got a car note. Yep. But I am paying for it all with DJ but you, money. That's what I was about to say. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. Paying for it all with DJ money. And, oh, before we close out the show, I definitely want to say one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you and Steve mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. is because, okay, it was about to sound shady because my daddy ain't shit. Oh, shit. But y'all are positive. I think that really people get caught up in the whole like, oh, niggas ain't shit. They Mm -hmm. don't take baby daddy syndrome. Mm -hmm. They don't take care of their kids. And I am so proud of you and Steve because y'all are like real fathers. Mm -hmm. And y'all not unapologetically fathers. It ain't like I'm a nigga and I got kids. Y'all are fathers. And so I want to commend y'all on my platform. And for being good fathers and shit. Because I got daddy issues. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. My my father wasn't in my life, and that's why I feel like, um, you know, it's important for me to be the father that I am. And I think the the most important, I love my daughters and Mm -hmm. my daughters are everything, but especially for my son. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My Mm -hmm. son, you know, my name is Lonnie Battle Mm -hmm. Junior. My father was Lonnie Battle Senior. So mm-hmm. that first Lonnie Battle, the Lonnie I'm Battle, Stephen Battle. Hammond. Yeah. I'm Stephen yeah. Hammond Jr. Yeah. yeah. So oh, that, that first thing, my, my, I ain't shooting my I'm shot Chelsea, yet. <laughs> I'm Chelsea Lemore the first. My father wasn't there, so you know mm-hmm. I really want to mm-hmm. do everything mm-hmm. that I feel like my father didn't do for me with my son, and not even yeah. just for me. I want to try to, you know, people always ask me, do you want your son to be in the music? Is he going to be a mm-hmm. DJ, a rapper? Mm-hmm. The only thing I want my son to do is be a man. Yeah, because when, when I was sick, I remember looking at the ceiling there thinking to myself, I wish I had a son, because if I had a son, God forbid something ever happens to there me, my wife would yeah. have what my mother has right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yep. my goal is yep. to take the time as a man, as a husband, as a father to build him up to be a man for my wife and my daughters. And I want and I want to say and and I feel like I've been like bigging up Lonnie this entire show. I'm I'm biased when it comes to Lonnie, but <laughs> everything is true. But when I've gone through my toughest moments in life, I always called Lonnie. He always answered first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And he always had that 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 crucial knowledge or information or insight uh to give me 
to where I was able to go this ahead. This nigga is I'm, a pillar I'm, in the community. Like, like, God no, damn real it, talk. Lottie, Lottie Battle for mayor. Real talk. Good. I mean, good. it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. Guys, well, no, I, I, I just believe in people, man. And I, I understand. I know greatness... You know, greatness ain't always perfect. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. when you when you believe in somebody and you're there for them when they were down, when they're down, yeah. yep. you know, when they come up and get that moment, like you, when you become, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you take Wendy's spot, when right. you take Oprah's <laughs> spot, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can yeah. be like, yo, I need to get on that show so I can yeah. talk about, you know what I'm saying, the 25th yeah. anniversary and all That's what's up. I want to thank you both for mm-hmm. coming. And, yo, I'm still weak off the fact that you knew exactly what day I was talking about. <laughs> oh, most definitely. It must have been an epic fail. No, it was terrible. It was terrible. But she really one... cried, too. Like, no bullshit. <laughs> like, yo, that, sh- that wasn't just so... Uh, 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 no, she really, she wasn't so... I like... really cried. Man. I really cried because at the time, what people don't realize, and I'm sure that both of y'all at some point can re- relate, is that... At some point, you have to decide, like, all right, I'm either going to jump for it and go for my dreams, mm-hmm. or I'm going to be, be comfortable. And I was in a sales job where I was making decent money, and I was able to pay my bills, and everything was all right, but I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, now's the time. I took a, I left my full-time job to take a part-time job running the boards, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be waiting tables and everything to supplement my income. And then I got back in that bitch and... Epic failed. Yeah. And literally, I kept looking through the window because it's a window where you can look and see the DJ booth. Uh-huh. And Lonnie kept oh, yeah, saying, Lonnie kept saying, it's okay. We'll be okay. And I was like, nigga, it's not okay. <laughs> and I kept, I was literally in tears. And he was like, it's okay. He said, and I swear to God on everything, anytime that I'm like running the boards and I feel like, oh shit, what am I going to do? Because my first thing is, how do I fix it yeah. if mm-hmm. anything happens? Mm-hmm. And Lonnie looked at me. He was like, you going to learn from today. Mm-hmm. He told me. He was like, you going to cry right now. <laughs> I know he wanted to be like, nope, bitch, you really fucked up. <laughs> but you made it. You but he told it. me, he was like, today is going to be one of the days that you learn from. Yo, and I ain't fucked up since. Yeah. Real quick, I'm going to tell you this. And we can, you know, I ain't going to you know, talk to you to death. But mm-hmm. one thing I will say is this. Um, one thing, people look at me, I've been DJing for 28 years in the city, and people always think that I've always had the most successful mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. Right around the time when I got this sick, a lot of- This nigga was with, D, with Jay-Z. Uh, this uh, nigga was with Blue <laughs> Ivy's daddy. When I, got, when I got sick, a lot of promoters uh, stopped wanting to pay me the money mm-hmm. I felt like I was worth. Nobody, yeah. you know, they was questioning my, my value. Yep. They felt like they can get DJs that could do exactly what I did for like $50, $75, mm-hmm. so why pay me more money? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they all counted um, me out. Mm-hmm. I easily could have- Lower my price to compete with mm-hmm. them. But yep. if I believed Ooh. in myself, yep. I stuck to my guns. Yep. And right now, I can honestly and proudly say humbly. Why are you giving I a sermon? That I'm the the, mm. still, the, the, the most paid, Ooh. the highest paid the DJ highest in the city. Paid. And it's because I didn't give in. So if you believe mm. in yourself, you know your value, you yep. set your value. And eventually, you're DJ come. for the governor, nigga. Like, come on, man. The lieutenant governor, and, and nigga. And he's on single with the podcast. The attorney jigger, nigga. How the fuck do nigga. I un- un- unattach this mic like a drop? <laughs> I'm going to take it even further. The first fucking Art of Noise had, what, like 25 people? No, 100. 100 people? Yeah. The, le- the, the biggest joint has 6,000, yeah. nigga. Second street. 6,000. Yo, we, we got to make the drop the mic sound. Okay, there it Boom, there it is. you know, Boom. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, thank you, man. Thank, thank you, thank you. So I really appreciate fun. it, and I am honored to say, like I told Kelly, she was the past, she was a stamp on the passport yeah. mm-hmm. on my way to. Mm-hmm. I made it, nigga. Mm-hmm. 
Steve and Lonnie, y'all are the passport into I Made It. I am so honored to have you. I'm like, (laughs) I'm drunk, so I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. Nah, but how can they keep up with you, Steve, on social media? Don't don't follow me on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I got political connects. I ain't don't follow me. Follow Lonnie though. Yeah, follow me follow at DJ Lonnie B on everything. That's DJ L O N N I E B on everything. And when you hear him Boom. on Monday through Wednesdays and you hear him coming through immaculate, that's cause a bitch is running her boys. <laughs> <laughs> With perfection, Love. you can keep up with me at starring underscore Chelsea on Instagram as well as follow the podcast page at starring. Un- no, shit. Ooh. Tighten up. Damn. Ooh, the shit. Diddy, that rock got her. Hey. As well as follow the podcast page, Single in the City <laughs> podcast on Instagram. Please like, comment, and subscribe. It's been another week of being single as fuck, but I got a boot. Mm. That's this week. It's a wrap. Bye, niggas. Peace. Awesome.